All through the Old Testament, God gave his people clues that would alert them to the arrival of their Savior. Tragically, not many paid attention, but the few who did are wonderful role models for us, including Anna, who lived at the temple. What can we learn from her? That's our topic here on Foreshadows Report. Welcome to Foreshadows Report with Steve Miller. In the Old Testament, there are many prophecies about the first coming of Christ. These were given by God so that when the Messiah arrived, people could recognize him. But John 1 verse 11 tells us what happened when Jesus came to earth. We're told that he came to his own, and his own people did not receive him. However, there were some precious saints who were watching for Jesus, and among them was Anna. She was an elderly woman who had been a widow for decades, and her devotion to God was so great that she never left the temple. She worshipped with fasting and prayer night and day. Reading about her response to Christ's arrival is such a blessing. Let's find out what happened by opening our Bible to Luke chapter 2. All through the ages before Jesus was born, God gave prophecies that would help his people to identify the Messiah when he arrived. Many of these prophecies came through Israel's most beloved leaders of all time, including Abraham, Moses, and David. In Abraham, we have the greatest forefather of all Israel. In Moses, we have the greatest deliverer. And in David, we have the greatest king. All three were still deeply revered and respected at the time of Christ's first coming. But what happened when Jesus arrived? Even though many prophecies about Messiah had been recorded and handed down through the ages, a major disconnect took place. There were many in Israel who rejected Jesus. Their spiritual blindness and their personal expectations prevented them from recognizing the Savior God had sent. Even so, God had a remnant of true seekers who were watching and waiting. Among them were the shepherds in Bethlehem, Simeon, John the Baptist's parents, and Joseph and Mary. They had listened attentively when God spoke to them through angels. You can be sure that they were aware of God's promises of a Savior. And one of these true seekers was Anna. Here's what we read about her in Luke chapter 2. Verses 36 and 37. Anna was advanced in years, having lived with her husband seven years from when she was a virgin, and then as a widow until she was 84. She did not depart from the temple, worshiping with fasting and prayer night and day. The fact Anna was at the temple all the time tells us she may have been good friends with Simeon. You'll remember from the previous podcast episode that Simeon was a righteous and devout man who was watching for the Savior. Simeon evidently was at the temple a lot as well, for he is the one who greeted Joseph and Mary when they brought the baby Jesus to the temple. We met Simeon in our previous podcast, and now we're meeting Anna, a friend of Simeon, as she goes about her business at the temple. 
Luke tells us that Anna was a prophetess. She may have been called this because she was a devoted student of the Old Testament prophets. She may have loved the prophecies of the past so much that she spoke often of them. So we can be sure she knew the prophecies about Christ's first coming. And because Simeon was a regular at the temple, we can assume they knew each other. It's very likely they had talked to each other many times about their anticipation for the coming Messiah. In Luke 2 verse 38, we see Anna approaching the temple. Coming up at that very hour, she began to give thanks to God. As Anna did this, she came up to Simeon, Joseph, Mary, and the baby Jesus. She may have even overheard Simeon when he said, My eyes have seen your salvation. Upon hearing this, she would have immediately recognized Simeon was talking about Jesus. Can you imagine the great joy the two of them shared at this moment? Here they were, looking into the face of the very Savior God had promised to send. In response, Anna gave thanks to God. She burst forth with gratitude. And Luke 2.38 tells us that from that day onward, Anna continued to speak about him to all those who were looking forward to the redemption of Jerusalem. She spoke about Jesus to others who were waiting for him. Evidently, she knew others at the temple who were also true seekers, and she told them that the Messiah had arrived. We can imagine that she shared this news with great joy. That's the response of someone who is familiar with prophecy and sees it fulfilled. Here's what's so amazing. Before God created the world, he orchestrated this very encounter between Joseph, Mary, the baby Jesus, Simeon, and Anna. God had planned for all their paths to cross at this very moment in time. God had wanted to bless Simeon and Anna by letting them see the baby Jesus. And he had wanted to affirm to Joseph and Mary that Jesus was the long-awaited Savior. Simeon's words reinforced what the angel had told Joseph and Mary about their baby. And the widow Anna would go on to share the news of the Savior's arrival with other genuine seekers at the temple. Through Simeon and Anna, we see how God works in unexpected ways through those who love him, through those who are humble and willing instruments. We find this affirmed repeatedly in connection with Jesus' birth. For example, in Luke chapter 1, verse 6, we are told that John the Baptist's parents, Zechariah and Elizabeth, were both righteous before God, walking blamelessly. Later in verse 38, notice Mary's attitude when the angel told her she would bear a child. She said, Behold, I am a servant of the Lord. Let it be to me according to your word. Mary was submissive to whatever God desired to do through her. In Matthew chapter 1, verse 19, when Joseph was unsure of what to do when the angel said Mary was pregnant, we are told that Joseph was a just man. He had a right heart, and for this reason, God chose to use him. Luke 2.25 tells us that Simeon was righteous and devout, and as we saw earlier, Anna did not depart from the temple, worshiping with fasting and prayer, night and day. Every one of these people were devoted to God. All were zealous in their desire to honor the Lord and do what was right, and all were ready for Christ's first coming.
None of these people were prominent by earthly standard. God didn't choose them because of their stature or their position in life. God wanted to work through them, not because of their accomplishments, but because they were pure in heart. As 1 Samuel 16, 7 says, The Lord sees not as a man sees. Man looks on the outward appearance, but the Lord looks on the heart. In both Simeon and Anna, we see people whose hearts were filled with a deep love for God. And in them, we see great anticipation for the arrival of Jesus. Their eagerness for Jesus' first coming should inspire in us a similar eagerness for Christ's second coming. God seeks hearts that are fully yielded to Him. When we live in total surrender, we are saying to the Lord, Your will, not mine. When we set ourselves apart for His use, we become vessels through which He can work. God worked mightily through Simeon and Anna, and God can work mightily through us today. He uses humble vessels whose hearts are devoted to Him. So never underestimate what God can do through you when your heart is right with Him. Thank you for joining me for this episode of Foreshadows Report. My hope is that you've been blessed as we've taken the time to learn more about Simeon and Anna. What's special about these two dear saints is that they looked forward to Christ's first coming with great anticipation. They were eager for His arrival, and we should be just as eager, only this time for Christ's second coming. Through Simeon and Anna, we see that there is great joy in seeing Bible prophecy fulfilled. That is one of the reasons I wrote my new book, One Day Nearer. It's a daily devotional written to inspire us to be excited about Christ's return. Another goal I had was for the book to be interesting to those who might not normally read a book on Bible prophecy. It's easy to think that because prophecy is about the future, it isn't relevant to us today. But it really is relevant, and I share that repeatedly in One Day Nearer. So it brought great joy to my heart when someone who is reading the book right now sent a note that said this, I am being blessed every morning as I read One Day Nearer. I never really thought about reading prophecy and letting it change me so that my days on this side of heaven would be lived differently with eternity in my heart. If you know someone who might not normally read Bible prophecy, but they enjoy daily devotionals, this might be a book for them. To find out more about ordering One Day Nearer, you can go to my website at stevemillerresources.com. That's stevemillerresources.com. Again, thank you for listening, and I thank Harvest House Publishers for being so supportive of this podcast.